Okay, Rabbi today we're learning about speaking about kinah, about jealousy. Listen to what he says about jealousy. A person is jealous from a person, or somebody else. It's extremely bad. He says. Like it says in Pekavot, the jealousy and the lost and pleasures and the honor. A person runs after honor. It could pull him away from the world. Now I want to explain something. Something very important about jealousy. And listen to what I'm telling you good. A person, sometimes he says, oh wow, look what my friend had. He might. Wow, I feel like I want that. I feel like I want that. If a person has true emunah Hashem, he'll understand that what your friend has is best for your friend. And the fact that you don't have that, that means Borei Olam doesn't want you to have that. And therefore there's no reason to be jealous. Because the reason why he has what he has is because like this who knows, for example, I'll give you an example. Let's say take a take take a take a wealthy man. Person might say, "Oh, I also want to be a multi-billionaire. I also want to be a multi-millionaire." Person might say that, right? So his best friend, growing up in school, became the multi-millionaire. He made 30, 40 million like this. So he say, "All right, he's my age, and he made it. What's going on?" Says you can't be jealous of that because you have to understand. There's a responsibility to the gifts that God gives. So if Hashem gave him the gift of wealth, that means he understood one of the reasons might be that he gave it to him because he knows that he's responsible for that. And maybe you might not be as responsible as that person. And if you had that wealth, you might not be knowing what to do with that. There's no good for people, him. People don't know. Sometimes a person might spend it on crazy things and this, that, and he might really go off the derech because of that. Or he might, t- t- listen, when a person's wealthy, he has to be responsible to give out charity as well. Right? You think that he gave him so many millions for himself? Obviously not. Because he could live off much less. The reason why he got so much is because in order to give it out wisely. And therefore, Hashem understood the Quran. One of the reasons why he could be is he gave him wealth. One reason is because he knows that this person knows how to distribute it well. Distribute it nicely, wisely. And you might not. So you might say, no, give it to me and I'll be able to. Hashem knows better than what you're thinking. Secondly is, a person has to know about Kina'ah. And I saw this in a Sefer once, how there was this fellow. If a person gets to the habit of jealousy, it's extremely dangerous, extremely bad. Because he can't live his life properly. There was a man, and the king told these two fellows, Ask for whatever you want, and I'm going to give it. Ask for whatever you want, I'm going to give it. But just know, you're going to ask first, and whatever you ask for, your friend is going to get double for whatever you ask. And the first guy was always a jealous guy. He was always an extremely jealous fellow, and he was... Uh, he couldn't handle that his friend has more than him. He was rotten inside. He's a rotten guy. And he was the first guy to go up, and he says, thinking to himself, whatever he's going to ask, his friend's going to get double? He's thinking, oh my goodness, if I ask for a house, his friend's going to get double the house. If I ask for a car, and it's going to just eat him up alive. So what he asked for? 
He thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. He tells the king, whatever you're giving me, you're giving him, right? So yeah. So okay. So he tells the king, take out one eye. You get it? He told the king, take out one eye, because whatever you give to that guy, he's going to get double. So he's going to want to keep that. Look how wickedness jealousy could lead to. A guy who's jealous, he's riding inside. You got to be careful from these people. Oh, everything, this, that, that. Oh, he got this car. I want to get that car. He got this, and I want to get that. Sometimes you have it with siblings as well. Oh, my sister-in-law got that. Honey, how come you can't buy me a Cartier watch as well? Where's my Cartier? Where's my Rolex? Where's my air? Where's my this? You know, I had a friend. I had a friend. He prays with us in the shul. I'll tell you later his name. I don't know if I want to say public, but listen to this. He prays with us. He told me as follows. Listen to what I'm telling you. He said that he went one uh, weekend, one Shabbat, he was in, uh, him and his wife, went to a certain, uh, certain house. Guy was learning, steiging well. And this Tamil Hakam, he married a very, uh, from a very, he married a very wealthy girl. And he had, of course, as well, took care of him to sit down and learn. He gave him a nice, uh, a nice apartment, nice, gorgeous, everything, everything was nice, beautiful. And that weekend, you know, my friend went with his wife earlier, and he went with the Tamil Hakam to shul. His wife stayed behind, lighting the hadlakanerot candles with the with this lady. In any case, this lady is lighting the hadlakanerot candles and says, "Do you mind if I share with you a story?" Says sure. Says my sister. We come from a wealthy home. My sister married, as well, a very wealthy person, and he. Gave her one day, they came over, and I saw on her hand a gorgeous new Cartier watch. A gorgeous one. I don't know, I'm looking with diamonds, and I'm th- I had just a little bit in my heart, like just a little bit. How come my husband can't get me like this? Just a little bit. But then I, I said, Hashem, whatever you give me is fine. Whatever you, you, you give me is 100% what I need. And I know if you want, you'll give it, not, not. And I know this is the best thing. What happens? Six months later, she gets a letter by the Halakha Nerot. There was a letter that her husband wrote. And let me give you an intro. Every two hours before Shabbat, he would go into a room and his wife said, no problem. He asked his wife permission. Listen, I know it's a little bit hectic, two hours before Shabbat and things like that. But I would like to designate two hours before Shabbat, every Shabbat, to learn Gemara, to learn a nice Gemara, two hours. I know it's hectic, but would you give me that permission? So for two years, about two, three years, he's been doing it on a constant basis. And those two, three hours, he would learn, 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 learn. And he would review a certain Gemara that he already knew. He would review it, review it, review it. And his wife said, no problem. And you can imagine a wife with the kids, with this, with that. But she said, my, my husband's learning, let him learn. They went ahead. One Shabbat, Friday afternoon before Shabbat, Lakanirot, he wrote her a letter. And in the letter it said, Dear to my dear wife, you should know in these two hours 
that I was learning with before Shabbat, I would always say before I would learn, this learning is chut, my wife, so and so, and today is the day that I finished from cover to cover. I want to tell you one thing. This Gemara Pesachim is yours. I'm giving it to you as a gift. She said it felt like a billion dollars. A billion dollars. My sister got a Cartier diamond. But I got a whole Mesechet Pesachim. You know what's going on? That lasts forever and ever and ever. You know what's going on? A person, you can't be jealous of another person because it's what he has is not good for you. What he has isn't good for you. And when you understand that it's not good for you, you don't even want it. This is the lesson that the is teaching us today.